Ahoy, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. Wouldn't you look at that, your favourite fact podcast is back once again, bringing you all the little tidbits of information from around the world, from the internet, from books. Your job is to decide whether they are worth sharing or worth very simply chucking in the bin. Uh, My name is Dan. Thank you for following and listening. Coming back, it's good to see you. I've got stuff about hot dogs, about the early days of Shazam, and what you shouldn't do if you see a tiger. Mark, hello. Hello. Uh, Today, I've got how singing in the shower is good for you, the worst surgeon in the world, and how to be as rich as Elon Musk. Connor makes up the triad. What have you got? A little bit of, like, body science. Something about Disneyland that I'm only mentioning because I want Mark to confirm it. Mm -hmm. And a meaning for something that we do a lot. There you go. Stick around. I'm I'm intrigued. What do I do a lot? Nothing that can be broadcast on a podcast. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. Stay there. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Well, as I say, thank you very much for coming back. Uh, if you've never joined us before, I really appreciate you being there. It's dead easy. We just give you nine facts every week, every Monday anyway, and you decide whether they're good or not. I've got the ump I have today, boys. Oh, you, you, why? you come in and usually you are you walk in in, in a breeze of Pollyanna Essex energy, everything lifts up, you're a joy. You came in and it was a bit of a saggy cloud. What's going on? So uh, everything's going up in the world, isn't it, which is fine. That, you okay. Know. Things happen. This isn't you're getting on a soapbox, is it? No, but you know the only thing, you know, when petrol goes up and your energy, you think, oh, it's got to be done. Greg's sausage rolls are up, mate. Cheeseburgers are up. And them little ones bug me. I just grabbed myself a little Greg's sausage roll on the way in. I was like, sorry, it's 10 more now. Yeah, it's just general inflation. But I mean, when everything de- goes up, kind it has of defeats, to lift everything else Defeats up. that pound snack, though. Cheeseburger. But it has to live ev- lift everything else up, otherwise mm. you get various points of... It's funny how that's the thing that irritates me, isn't it? Yeah. You know, the energy costs and the petrol, I still ah, get annoyed fine. by it. Yeah. Greg's sausage roll, <laughs> too far for me. It's because it's just coming out, you know? Yeah. Your energy bills just fly out of your direct debit. You've got to physically pay one thirty-five, whatever it is now. I don't, I'm not going to do it anymore. You're not going to? No. No? Especially the steak bakes as well, because they were lumpy as it was. I'd love them to sponsor the show. Oh, can you imagine sponsored by Greg's? Bottle of Coke, one pound eighty now. Fuming. God. Honestly. What is the world coming to? You come for the facts. You stay for Connor's just mild musings about the state of the world as it crumbles around us. Mm. Look, you might be struggling to heat your home or pay your rent. I know it's absolutely atrocious, but Connor can't 
have himself a little one pound snack anymore. So what's the point? Well, no, he can. He's still paying it. He's just annoyed by it. They're the irritating ones. I, I just, just, they're the ones that irritate you, Greg's <laughs> you. <laughs> and there goes the sponsorship right there. Perk yourself up by bringing us a little fact. So, Mark, can you please clarify this straight out the bat? I can try. Walt Disney. Yes. A world that you... I don't know what you do over Walt Disney, but you seem to like it, don't you? Sure, yeah. So apparently they designed Disneyland in California. Yeah. So that wherever you are in one land, Mm -hmm. like, for example, Tomorrowland, you are unable to see the other lands. So that that therefore you go to them to find out what they're like. You don't get to visually see it from the other land and kind of go, oh, it doesn't really look good over there. I think we'll go there. It's more so so you're fully encompassed in that land that you're in. Right. Because... Because if you're in, let's say, uh, Tomorrowland and you can suddenly see something in Fantasyland, you're like, well, that doesn't work. That doesn't mix. But if you're in Tomorrowland and you can only see Tomorrowland, you're fully encompassed. It's clever, that. Well, they do a lot of things that's clever. I'm instantly annoyed because you've given, look at, you've given Mark a reason. Look how just happy I am. I think he physically, like, wriggled his bum. You know, the thing that people do when they're a bit yeah. smug. Oh, no, yeah, I will. Well, let me tell you. I, I, will, I will take that. But then also on the other hand, Mark, what's your age? Uh, undisclosed. Right, well, a 30-plus-year-old man having instant fact knowledge on Disneyland isn't really much to wiggle your bum about. Hey, you're the one that brought it to the show. Thanks for clarifying, though. Good idea. I actually think there's probably part of it, too, though, not being able to see the other land. You know what it's like. Your mum's there, rucksack on, bit hot, bit bit fed up. Oh, that one doesn't look great. We'll go to that one. Forget about being encompassed in it, but if you can see a little bit of it, might look a little bit, little bit less attractive than the other land that's on a closer, you know, footwalk to go to. UK theme parks do this quite badly. Mm. I've been to a few. I, I grew up near Thorpe Park and I used to love it when I was young. But in my humble opinion, they don't do that very well. They, it's, it's all very much spread out and there's not a lot of theming going on. So no, you the- can instantly see all the big roller coasters around you. It does my mm. mind. Pretty much the theme of UK theme parks is, yeah, we just put a roller coaster here. It's like me that playing. It's like me playing roller coaster tycoon sandbox mode, where I can't be asked to spend any money yeah. on any of the little stalls, any trees. There's no animatronics going on. I'm not hiring a cleaner or anyone no, to save you and fall in. So it just stinks of and food all the time, and it closes down. I see. But, I see you've been to Orton Towers before, <laughs> but it's a fast, fast roller coaster. And there goes yeah. that sponsor. So Orton Towers and Greg's out the Greg's window. Out the fun today. Yeah, no, I, I, I think this is a good fact. I think this is also a good fact to know for when you go next time. How is this going to improve my journey? My well, trip because when you time? go, when you go, don't ever think that you're going to be able to check out what's around you. Be in the moment. Live uh, in the present. <laughs> but you know what I'll but, do? But, but, but that, that's the whole point of it. You're meant to be doing that subconsciously without going there, going, oh, I can't see the other place. Tomorrowland. That was my example. Yeah. Good land? Tomorrowland is a good land, yeah. What's the best land? Ingerland. 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 Um, What's your favourite land? It, it depends. I mean, I am a big fan of Tomorrowland. Adventureland is a good one. What does Adventureland give me that Tomorrowland doesn't? Gives you a sense of adventure, mate. And Tomorrowland gives me that Adventureland doesn't? But this is the, this I mean, is... it gives you a glimpse into the future, but a future that was designed in 1960. So, you know. Strange, isn't it, that you, they want you to stay in the present, but taking you into Tomorrowland, I don't know if I like that. Taking you into different worlds, Dan. Also, mm. you can still do it. You just open up the old map or google images well the disney yeah. i tell you what you know and this is to bring them back because if we can get some of that old sweet disney dollar the old mickey money Cha-ching. uh their app is great oh it's their good, park app is fantastic it's a good app i think when they're charging you the amount of money they are for the park tickets the app should probably be pretty decent do you reckon? yeah you kind of have to give away that stuff for y- yeah good value is it free download or is there in-house purchases free download it's good 
Mark, give us your first fact. I mean, that was your fact, but give us your first fact of the show. Singing in the shower helps boost your immunity, lower your blood pressure, reduce stress, and improve your mood. So true. How does it boost your immunity? So, let me tell you. Uh, So, singing in the shower uh, helps release the stress hormone cortisol, so that... Uh, basically means that it will lower your blood pressure and will generally help your immune system. It also means that it's going to oxygenate your blood more, which in turn does reduce your stress level, lowers your blood pressure, and generally makes your immune system function more efficiently. So basically doing things that do that make your immunity better. You've just used singing in the shower as the example. Yeah, but and it's just singing generally. Doesn't Ge- matter where you're singing. Generally singing anyway, yeah. But, but you used in the shower I to spice it up. The shower to spice it up yeah. a bit. He know. put you know when you you know when Make you cook, it a bit more steamy. You know when you're cooking your dinner and you look on the spice rack and you pick up that random jar and you put it in and it doesn't work or it does work. That's what the shower bit was there. Very much, yeah. Does so, it work for you? It's a dash of smoked paprika. Yeah, thank you for just quickly moving on from the steamy pun. Uh, I I like I can understand why the shower is actually quite important here because if you're terrified of singing in front of people, yes. you're missing out on some of those benefits that singing is bringing you. So doing it in the shower, where a lot of people find it quite a private space where they can let loose a bit, uh, not with your IBS. That's why they're singing. So it gives them that space. Yeah, and also not- you do sound better when you sing in the shower because of the general acoustics of the room. <laughs> It helps benefit your you voice, know? even if your voice. Is I mean, really of course bad. you did, but when Mark's talking about it, it's just the best, isn't it? Uh, well, you do sound better in it. You know, <laughs> the general acoustics of a bathroom. Maybe do sort sort of make those is C that notes. What happens? Yes, yes, it uh, is. I'll sing anyway, me triple threat. Oh, here we go. What he's going to do in a minute is he's going to go. Who do you reckon out of all of us would have the number one first? I reckon me. <laughs> Singing, acting, podcast. Yeah, top tier. Is right? that is that the triple threat nowadays? Yeah. 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 Yeah, can you, don't you actually be a good dancer anymore? Nah, can you actually sing? Have you uh, genuinely? Have you got a little bit of that in you? I'm ter- I am absolutely awful. I, t- I tell you what. Uh, usually when I sing, I'm quite flat. But what I lack in any knowledge of tone, I make up for in gusto. So good for karaoke. Just bam, smash it all out. No, no one's probably enjoying it. But just I get through it. it. Well, no, you, you, I, I bring a certain because of my other strand, to my bow, the acting. I bring a certain performance to it. <laughs> just it really it's. Instantly ruins my day when he says that he's an actor. You know, there's people when they're on karaoke who, you know, think they're really good and, and hog it. That's not me. And it does my head in when they sit there. And, you know, I don't want to be, I don't, yeah, I don't want to be gendery about this, but I've been with girls that I know who just instantly go to the little pan, the iPad yeah. that they've stuck to the wall and they just put in on every single song that they've ever heard of. I want to do this. I want to do Whitney. I want to do this. I want to do Alanis Morissette. Does my nothing. When you've got me, you can smash out my way by old Frank Sinatra. That would be the worst night of my life. What, just sitting there watching, watching him do... drunk, doing my way, telling everybody about his time in Rosemary and Time. I'd be sick of it, wouldn't you? Yeah. What a time that was. Triple threat. Who thought? Right. One of my bows is also being a podcaster and a fact provider. I want to tell you about the origins of hot dogs. Connor, have a guess why hot dogs are called hot dogs. Uh, because a sausage dog kind of looks like a long frankfurter and they're hot when you eat them. No, no, no. Much, much more straightforward than that. Uh, back in the early 1900s, it was very hard to make any money out of baseball. No one went. It was incredibly hard to make any money out of baseball. And it was just about the time that Babe Ruth, the best player ever, pretty much was taking over. Anyway, that's Babe Ruth. That's beside the point. Harry Lawson was an English businessman and baseball fan who actually managed to make money because he thought, I'll sell concessions at baseball games. I'll sell food. Tried his luck with hot sandwiches, couldn't really figure it out. He found the best way to 
uh, make money was by sticking a hot dog inside bread. These became world famous. And people thought, uh, the rumour was that he, he was churning them out at such a rate they were made of dogs, which is why they were called hot dogs. So right. they're actually called hot dogs because at the time the rumour was they were dogs. hot dogs made of dogs. So before he was putting hot dogs in the bap, what was he putting in the bap? Just a sausage? Well, and he was just making various forms of sandwiches trying to figure out a way to get them widely dispersed and keep them warm. And he found that the, most, the easiest way to do this, the, which was quite cheap, you could sell quickly with sausages. And it was always that traditional sort of Frankfurt type sports sausage you have. It wasn't a Cumberland thick. No, because this was mainly in America. Right. Um, and there was quite a, a heavy Central they're European influence. Proper, I obviously, you, I mean, you would have had them obviously in your life. Now you don't eat them anymore, but they're proper shit, aren't they? I tell you what, mate. They are bad. So many people ask me. Mm. <laughs> About your time in Rosemary and Time. So many people ask me. Occasionally, someone will ask me, um, you know, what I miss most being a vegetarian and it's not really often a steak i do really miss just like awful hot dogs oh, not I at ne- home when i'm out like if i'm at the cinema if i'm at a, like a football game i really and i know that they're awful i know i've that never ever ha- i've never really ever had one i've tried them before but they've never been my thing tell you what in my time at university which we call the obese era right. i lived on them lived on those packets of frankfurt so you man. would you get the jars no, I would usually get the, um, you know, the, like the her, 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 the, what, I can't remember the name, the, and I don't want to libel anyone, the, the bag ones, yeah. the vacuum packed yeah. ones. Yes. And then you would them. put them in the oven? Microwave, little sandwich, nom, nom, nom. So, it's and so you know, I look back and wonder why I was like quite fat with awful skin just because of this just rancid grease that's spilling out. Because your body was trying to digest a dog. Well, yeah, according, to, according to Tad Dorgan who was the cartoonist who uh, made a famous picture in the newspaper of Harry Lawson with his hot dogs, who said, you know what? Who thinks there's not dogs in those? So it's so American, isn't it? Of uh, sort of, I think that because it's so quick, we can blame the fact that he's cooking dogs. Yeah. And also kind of what they, they taste of and the fact that he was managing to mass market them, I guess. And dogs is the answer. Yeah. yeah. So. Did you see the video this week of... The guy using a hot dog as a straw for his beer. I did. A baseball match. Disgusting. Had a hole through the middle of a Frankfurter and was That's... drinking what I can only probably imagine at a baseball game in America was Budweiser, which is beer anyway. Through a... It's another sponsorship oh. gone. That one's... The... Yeah. Budweiser, that, that Greggs, Alton Towers. Alton Towers. None of them are sponsoring us. Which now. is a shame because you've got the king of beers, the king of sausage rolls and the king of theme parks. Yeah. <laughs> All in, that In money. the north of England. I saw a good TikTok earlier of CG, uh, like a CGI arm that was made to put hot dog frankfurter into rollover you know hollowed out baguette mm. and then and it just completely f***ed it up and it was really funny and the caption was robots are taking over the world don't think so because they couldn't even do that can't even make a simple hot dog poor robots can't I give us your second fact of the show go on <sighs> don't like that at all don't like, don't like this don't like this amateur dramatics that start in your fact <sighs> Are you trying to make us yawn? Is this the the fact fact that a yawn yawn is contagious? What am I doing right now? Yawning yawning and stretching. I'm pandiculating. Right. Pandiculation is the art of yawning and stretching. Okay. What comes next? That, put that in your pocket. (laughs) Pandiculation. It's a pub fact. Is it? When you see your boy at the end of the night. Pandiculation there, Connor. Yeah. Two o'clock. Yeah, that's textbook yep. that one is pandiculation i tell you hold on 
Okay. Got an example of how you can use pandiculation. God, oh, what are you was... doing, our Sally, to John? Oh, nothing. Just pandiculating, replied John. Yeah. God. Well, um, th- thank thank God you gave context. I was so confused up until that point. I tell you what my problem is with this. How long have we got? I googled this quite heavily well, as well, and being and Yahoo to check that it was actually the word for it. Oh, is this is the one you do research? Yeah, the so, rest of them are probably all. So this the one. fact is, word exists. Now we 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 can have word facts on the show. You know, your nerdles, hmm. which was the little bit of toothpaste, right? That's a nerdle. Yep, yep. Tittle the, the tittle the dot above the eye, the weenus, which is the flabby skin on the end of your elbow. Yep. The reason that those word facts are worthy of the podcast is because they're fun to say. Mm. They sound humorous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pandiculation isn't worth this. this Can I ask this you time. a question? Right. Okay. Hand on the chest. I want truth. I just need to yawn now. Did you know this? Uh, no, I did not. Oh, Mark? No, but, am I, but, but am I ever going to remember what, what I've given I you walk out of this room? Is a dose of knowledge. Do with it what you will. Bin it. That's fine. That's why we give the option. Or pocket it. But and you can take it with you for the future. But, like, not once... Literally not once in my time alive have I ever wanted to use another word when someone's yawning and stretching. I don't think, you know, if if you're wandering around commenting on someone yawning and stretching, you need to have a word with yourself. Well, you see, what's interesting is we have the word for yawning. Yeah. We have the word for stretching. But when that's a combo, we we now have a word for it. It's a combo. It's a combo of a large Coke, mate. Side, you've got some chips on the side of that. It's pendiculating. Yeah. You know what this podcast does, doesn't it? I, I, you know, I don't want to remind you. Ruins your day? Week. It's more a case of we're bringing facts and we need to discuss them. And I don't know how we're doing that with this. Well, no, this is just one of those ones to pocket. Take with you. To pocket the pandiculation. This makes me want to pandiculate. Do you want to role play? I think it make you feel better. You want to stretch, what do, Mark? What do you mean? Do you want to role play? Wait, it? hang on. You, mm. you know, in this role play, it means you're Sally. Yeah, I'm Sally. You're John. You want to stretch? Oh, John, 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 what are you doing over there then? Yawning and stretching, mate. Oh, you see, he ruins moments, yeah, he does. doesn't he? He's such a... He's that kid, isn't he? Do you want to do it with me? Yeah, go ahead. I'm only bloody acting again, aren't Here I? Here we go, Rosary yeah. in time. Yeah. Agents there. Show, oh. show, show us how it's done. <laughs> <clears throat> I've wanted to yawn for a while since, haven't I? Oh. Hey, John, what are, you, what are you up to there? You got bad back? No, I'm... Nerdle, no, 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 tittle, no, 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 pandic, pandiculation. Really? Pandiculation? Is that a word for the combo, is it? You know what? It f***ing well is. I never knew that. And do you know what? We've been married for 30 years. Our sex life is going a little bit dry right now, and I've never been more attracted to you after telling me that. I think you look like a horse. I'm leaving you. Right, well, there we go. <laughs> See, this is what we do. You use that in your marriage that's maybe dried up a little bit. You let them know they're pandiculating. It, it gets the sex juices going, because it could mean anything. What does she mean by that? Is that a new move? It's, it's, it is, I, I will say that in two years of the show, mm. your most impressive feat is managing to claim the word for yawning and stretching gets the old juices flowing. Um, I, I had to bring the role play along to bring it to life a little bit. What yeah. you do on a Friday night is your own choice, kind of my friend. Sally and John. Mark, give us your second fact of the show. Robert Liston is the only man in history with a 300% mortality rate for a single surgery. You, you, I, okay, well, yeah. So basically, he performed surgery on one person and managed to kill three. Again, I don't know how to deal with this because I don't want to make it seem like we're making light of the fact this man has murdered three people. Let me tell you the story. Uh, Robert Liston was renowned worldwide about 200 years ago for his speedy amputations. So the reason that you wanted to do a speedy amputation is anaesthetic wasn't a thing. So the quicker you could do it, 
the less painful it was. Yeah, piston liston. Um, obviously, though, speedy amputations come with a bit of a risk. So in one surgery, he managed to slice through his assistant's fingers while operating, then also managed to cut through a spectator's coat because... It was a spectator's bought back in the day surgery, obviously. Uh, the spectator thought he'd been cut. That's why so- it's called a theatre. Did you know that? No. Yeah, there you go. Extra fact. Uh, the spectator thought that he'd been cut, even though it was just his coat. Died instantly of a heart attack. Uh, the assistant and the patient who he operated on then also died two days later from an infection caused by the rusty blade. Question. So in one surgery, killed three people. What year was this, as a guess? Uh, this is 200 years ago. So I think we, we are... Outside of the statute of limitations, yes. so you can, you know, we can yes. be a bit playful with it. Yeah, you can be. Yeah. How has he managed to kill someone by cutting through their coat when he's doing an amputation? Like, what's he doing with his knife wielding arm? I assume the pure speed of it. He's just like, come back. This guest clearly hasn't paid attention to health and safety instructions before, and too close. Absolutely outrageous. Goes through their coat, but this person panics so much thinks they've been cut, even though it's just their coat, instant heart attack, dies. I can't even remember how the three people died. Right, I'll tell you, Connor. Bam, man looking. With his knife-wielding arm, it gets cut. Mark thinks he has a heart attack in shock. Somehow, he cuts off the woman's finger, his assistant, because he's useless, trying to be quick. She bleeds to death. And then, or, you know, gets the infection, and he's just cat-handed with the actual person he's meant to be saving. So he cut off two limbs in one surgery. Yeah. Well, the first limb wasn't actually that. It was just a heart attack thinking they'd lost the limb. Yeah. You've yeah. got to be stupid to have a heart attack thinking you've lost the limb, haven't you? Yeah. I just look and go, oh, no, the limb's still there. Oh, Fine. Just a little nick on the coat. Yeah. What, what happened to old Liston, Piston Liston? Uh, he continued. This was absolutely normal. He was fine. He then became the first professor of clinical surgery at University College Hospital in London and performed the first public operation using modern anaesthesia in Europe. So he still continued going on through all these massive heights. Don't trust him. No, I wouldn't either. If I make one bad podcast, you know, I'm, I'm threatened. Threatened with leaving. This guy kills three people. You get threatened people. every week. This guy kills three people. And they're like, yeah, it's fine, mate. Promotion. Yeah. Straight Runs a college. Top, straight to the top of the old pile. Yeah. Do you want to teach other people? <laughs> yes, I do. You reckon you'd be a good surgeon, Connor? Yeah. I think you lack the attention to detail. Yeah, I would enjoy it as well. I just wouldn't be out. I'd be really miserable. You would get halfway through a surgery and go, nah, I'm done, mate. Someone else finish it off. Get paid a lot of money for it, though. Do you know that some surgeons speed up the process if it's coming up to their time of leaving for the day by stapling the patient back together as opposed to stitching? Can you give me some evidence on that? Well, I just read it once. Yeah, there we yeah. go. <laughs> that, that sounds like, I read that it sounds like the scurrilous whispers around Brentwood. I think I read you it on know, Facebook. Oh, you'll never, oh you'll... God, the, the, the fountain of all knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't be a good surgeon. I'd be awful. You get play music though. I'd be. I'd, I just. It would not interest me in the slightest, and I wouldn't really enjoy it. No, too much like hard work. As, as my old would you enjoy would say, it? I, I think I would quite like the the. I, I wouldn't be good at it to be start. I'd quite like the logic of it. The fact that you've got a problem to solve. You would be honestly. But like, Mark, this guy's got half an hour left until he dies unless you do the surgery, and we'd be twenty eight minutes in with a content doc full of everything we need, and no surgery's been done. Yeah, absolutely. They'd be like, brilliant. So we know how to do then the I'd surgery. Then I'd get down in two the minutes. guy's dead. Now he'd be like this to the old assistant scalpel. Yes. Yes, what? <laughs> yes, sir. Thank That's you. Right. No, your manners. They cost nothing. Right, second fact of the show from me. Uh, 
if you see a tiger, if you meet a tiger, just a few things that you should not do. A list for you to remember, much like your one about yawning and stretching that I've already forgotten. How would you fancy that? John? In 2015, a white tiger escaped from a zoo in Georgia, the country. Uh, so, to advise people of what was happening, there'd been a lot of flooding, the tiger managed to escape. They issued a series of advisories of what you should not do if you see a tiger. My favourite comes last. Don't run, obviously, they're like a chase. Don't approach the tiger, goes without saying. Yeah, obviously. Get yourself somewhere high up, because they don't like climbing. Stand tall. Ugh, stick your old chest out. Don't antagonise the tiger, obviously. The best one is, and they will go for you if you see you do this. Don't urinate in front of the tiger. Oh. If you see a tiger, don't have a wee. If you are walking along the street yeah. and you see a tiger yeah. running around sure. and you decide to flop your old boy out yeah. and have a wee down an alleyway, you're a nutter. But what if you're just peeing your pants? Just, what, just casually at a mid, mid-age in life? No, just no you've just seen a tiger you. and you're f***ing scared. I don't think I'd wee myself. You know what you'd do? Don't say it. Get it yeah. all out. Get the old Prince Albert out. And then you'd be more to the hold, hold on a minute. So raise the shoulders, poke the neck out. Just make yourself big. Tigers do not distinguish between a crouched human, a warthog, in Mark's case, or a deer. So <laughs> so many villagers are collecting. So if they see you crouch down, they'll think you're small prey. That's why you need to make yourself big. It's the same with some bears. I can't remember the one. It's either grey, it's either brown, black or... Brown or black, one of the bears, you need to make yourself as big as possible. <gasps> oh. I, feel, I feel like you enjoyed that warthog. Uh, oh, it's great. It's great. I can't, if I ever find a tiger, I'm just going to ring Mark. Mark, come here Stop quick, it. mate. Please. Stop it. That was a really naff joke. No, it wasn't. Because when you Google warhog and we're going to clip this and show warhog and Mark next to each other, it's going to make you laugh for the day. No, it's not. The poor, poor boy. He looks more like a tiger with that, you know, that orange, auburny, flaming mane. <laughs> See. Trying to, trying to build it back up. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I mean, if you see a tiger, don't, you know, this is how this, this podcast will save your life. If you see a tiger, if you're confronted by a tiger on the loose, I don't know where you are, Tanzania mm. maybe, mm. Don't, don't piss in its face. No. <laughs> don't get the old todger out. See what you could do. If you need to make yourself stand tall, you could paniculate. I think it's, is that what it is? Yeah. That's I, I definitely not what the word was. No, paniculation. I oh, know it's pandiculation. Pandiculation. Yeah. There you go. I'm glad you remembered that. Written in front of you. Could do that. Make yourself as big as possible and paniculate. Paniculate, yeah. <clears throat> pandiculate. Whatever one. Get Sally and John. <laughs> Hello. Sorry to interrupt your podcast. We didn't do that. It's just been magically done for us. We do a podcast, which I think you might like if you like this podcast. Our podcast is called The A to Z of Men with me, Chris Brooks. And me, Scott Robinson. And what's the podcast about, Scott? I mean, what we're doing really is giving you an insight, a delve into the male mind. We're going through the alphabet letter by letter. I submit a word, Chris submits a word, and we battle it out to see what word goes into the A to Z of Men. And you can get us wherever you get your podcast from. Just search for the A to Z of Men. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. By the way, if you get yourself to bafflewoodpod.com, there is, there is quite a lot there. It is a feast for your eyes. You can buy our merch. You can also find our TikToks page, our Instagram, and you can get in touch with the show uh, also, info at bafflepod.com is a, a nice and handy email address for you to do. Now, if you follow the podcast, wherever you're listening to this, if maybe it's your first time, if you enjoyed chat about weeing in tigers' faces and peniculation, um, follow us because you get a brand new fact every single day. Last fact, Connor. When a person receives a kidney transplant, what do you think they do with the old kidneys? Keep them in there. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, they keep them in there. So they'll actually position the new kidney that is being put within you, kind of lower abdomen, almost what feels like parallel with above the groin where your kind of hip starts, right? <laughs> I'm just listening to you, like, fumbling through the anatomy of a human body. This is why he wouldn't be a surgeon. <laughs> you're almost, look, I, I love you for this fact. You're all, you are making up as you're going along. No, no, no. It's almost like parallel. With the yeah, yeah like, if you put it with um, hip. the hip. Just above the, just above the groin where the hip starts, but at the back there, just around the back. Uh, and they hang don't on. get rid of the old kidneys. The hip, where the hip starts. At the front, but you go to the back. So it's just above your bum? Yeah. Then, then, then why are you saying at the front but at the back? Why don't so you, you can just say see, if just I, above your bum? No, because it isn't just above your bum, really. It's a little bit higher than that. Right, so what do they do with this kidney? Well, they put the new kidneys in, keep the old kidneys, due to uh, the potential loss of blood. Although, there has been cases, obviously, where people need to have them removed and have, have died. Like Piston Liston, well, same in it. Yeah. That's Jerry. Due to blood supply, then. <laughs> no. What um it absolutely amazes me, and this is the first time I've really thought about it, that like the skill that goes into you know, whacking a kidney out, sticking yeah. another one in, yeah. and putting all the connections in. That's incredible. It's a bit more than a game of operation, isn't it? That is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That is absolutely I liked it just because it's like you've got these random things in your body that don't even work, they're still there, dead. Well, I mean, I mean I you've been doing it for years with your brain, so oh, yeah. Well, well, I don't, do I? Why? Because I like, no, but people, people can. Yeah. Good enough. You need a heart transplant because you're so mean, Connor. Hmm. Didn't like Mark's brain one there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I figured that. It took me back to the Warhog comment, made me laugh a bit more. Yeah, it is amazing that they make this work, isn't it? Like unplugging. It's, it's like when you go in some, you know, back rooms of IT departments or the servers and you see mm. all these leads and you have no clue where they're all going. Imagine doing that, but in your body. Yeah. You unplug a lead, someone moans about having no internet for a couple of hours, put the wrong wire in the wrong place, and suddenly it's all gone wrong. Yeah. Cheers for that, Mark. <laughs> no, listening to you, I don't want this to become bigger. Listening to you do that joke was like painful. It was, it was, it was like Connor fumbling through the body. It was yeah. just like you started the sentence and thought, Ooh, where is some this? Of it yeah, is the, some, some of it is the lowest grade of comedy I think I've ever experienced. Last fact of the show for Mark. If you made $350,000 every single day since the birth of Christ, so since 0 AD, you still would not be worth as much as Elon Musk is. Let that one soak Right. I'll te- I tell you something. One of the very early facts that we had on Baffled was, you know, million, million seconds, yeah. billion seconds. This is, and that got poo-pooed, and this is akin to that. I never poo-pooed that. Right. Tell, tell me it again. So if you made $350,000 every single day 
since the birth of Christ. So 2,000 or so years ago. Yeah. To today, you would still be just under what Elon Musk is worth. What, what's his worth? $258.8 billion. How much of that is in hard cash, though? Readies? Oh, I think it's all in Bitcoin nowadays. I don't know. He changes his mind every day. Could be Doge. So I think that's gone. It's a bit like the Bill Gates facts that I think we shared when it was, if he dropped a $10 bill, it's not worth his time picking it up. I bet that's probably true for $1,000 yeah. yeah. with Bill Gates. I, I, do, I do that. Drop a $10 bill. I'm like, whatever. It's not worth it's his time bending down to pick it up. That must be nice, mustn't it? Mm. Uh, yeah. I don't mean he's, he's not got it in hard cash though. I'm so not you surprised would be, by like, this. Technically, you would be well, not technically. You would kind of be better off than Elon Musk because you don't have to do the faff with shares and stuff. I mean, that is true. Don't know if you get taxed on it. Don't know if this is inflation uh, well, adjusted. Well, I don't know. Would you get taxed on that? Well, if you if you were getting 350 grand a day, you probably would be. Yeah, it's actually yes. quite mind blowing. In 2,000 years, how many days is that? Uh, a lot of days. 2,022 times by what? 365. It's a lot of days. That much I can tell you. About 600,000 days. No, 738,000 days. Okay, close enough. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm just sort of digesting it. I'm not surprised by the fact I, I'm, he's a rich man. Very rich man. It's amazing when you do it. Not, and, you know, not getting on the whole oh, wealth accumulated by certain people. I don't want to get on that. But it's amazing that he's managed to get that much gas. It's an insane amount of money. And I, I still think there's probably somebody somewhere in the world that is more wealthy than these men that are on the rich list. You just don't know about them. <laughs> Who Genuinely. Are, I don't well, know. I think they're just paying off the rich list. You just yeah. never know. You just don't know. They could, I reckon there's somebody somewhere you that... You can't, look, you can't say something and, and then your money. evidence and justification for it is, well, you, you, can't, you, you can't say there's not. Well, maybe just, you never you know, know. living somewhere, loads of money, run something. Don't know. Criminal. Mm. Never know. <laughs> I do know. Is he the richest man in the world, Elon Musk? Uh, I think he is. I yeah. thought Bezos was a trillionaire, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, maybe Bezos. They always dip, don't they? I they don't always know. go. Well, you know who is richer than Bezos? Who? Hey. That guy you never heard of. Well, exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, Jeff Bezos is worth $157 billion. He's not worth more. Yeah, he's hard all the way, isn't he? He's definitely <laughs> worth more. He's chosen to show the $150 billion, but not the rest. Yeah, he's definitely Jeff worth Bezos, more. Jeff Bezos, $157.7 yeah. billion. Bill Gates, $112.3 billion. Elon Musk, $258.8 billion. There's, wow. the, there's the Amazon sponsorship gone as well. You know who we should get to sponsor this show? Those mystery men that you know, that you can't talk about. I'll drop them a message. Right, last fact of the show goes to me. Connor, tell me what Shazam is. Shazam? Oh, it's what you use to find out the song that you're listening to. An app, right? Hold yeah. it up. Incredible the way it works. Sometimes instantly it can hear one tiny bit of the song and the digital thumbprint works. In 2002, when the service started in the UK, it was known as 2580 because that was the phone number that you rang to get your music recognised. You would ring it on your mobile phone. You would hold up the speaker to wherever it was going on. The phone would automatically hang up after 30 seconds and then you'd get a little text with a title and name, which is so beautifully noughties. It's good actually. It's better than Shazam. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I wonder if it still works. I can't imagine it does. I like the I like the idea. There was like a trial version where they just rang up. There's a guy with insane music knowledge on the other end of the phone, going, "I know this one. I know this one." Just another one to put to the list. Afterwards. Shazam. Don't like it. I like Shazam. Why? What's wrong with Shazam? Because when you talk, the whole place has to be quiet in order to Shazam the song. They need to work on that. I, I, I don't know how. But it needs to be done. I've I've worked. In, you know, you know, I work on that. Well, how often are you Those in a how often are you in a solo environment with no sound around you other than the song that's playing and you're intrigued to know what it is? It's usually 
when you're in a social environment, somebody's playing a playlist of music and you go, I wonder what this is. And it can't pick it up. Yeah. Just just get closer, mate. And there's nothing more annoying than that feeling when you've heard a song and just don't know what it is. Yeah. So it's just just irritating. So Shazam works in social environments. Yeah, but what are they going to do? Like they're helping out a little bit. You're annoyed by something, but you're not offering any Find a robot. I don't know. Get the rich men to fix it. You know, there's ones we can't talk about. You know what Shazam is really good at? What? Hurdle. The old game in the morning. Very good. What is the point of playing Hurdle? What's the point of playing Hurdle? Shazam in it. Well, only if, I'm, only if I'm, if, only if it's the last one, and I, I, you know, and I can't get it, and everyone I know hasn't got it either. I want to get it to prove that I'm the best. So oh, you cheat. so you cheat. You would be a cheater. You'd sit on Monopoly money. Well, I, you know, I've said this before, and I'm not going to get into this now. I think cheating's all well and good in Monopoly. It's the point of the game. Sit next to the banker. It's just like real life, isn't it? My new thing, by the way, is trying to whistle like that in every opportunity. I think I've squeezed in about five times this show. Right, let's 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 draw this to a close. I think we've learned quite a lot today. What have been the key facts? Well, if you see a tiger, just don't get your old todger right in front of it. Also, beware of those mystery men with all the money. And John, John, why are you pandiculating? Because I'm tired. Yeah, something like that. Thank you very much. Uh, Baffledpod.com is where you need to go to find all of our stuff and to get in touch. I would love to hear from you next week. If you have time, by the way, leave us a review. We've been quite slow on reviews because we stopped offering Nintendo Switches for them. (laughs) Who'd have thought? So make sure you do that if you can. And give us a follow. We will bring you a bite-sized baffled tomorrow. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Connor. Goodbye. And again, Sally, I'm bloody pandiculating, aren't I? See you later. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.